0: Hey, it's Rachel Umdahl, and welcome back to The Rachel Umdahl Show. Today, we're going to talk about being a new mom and all the struggles that come along with it. So, in the latest episode, I told you about my horrendous pregnancy with my daughter and kind of all the things that I had to struggle with. Now, fast forward to when she's born, and, you know... We had to stay in the hospital more days than I wanted, and she was on, had to have that like billy blanket, and oh my gosh, how miserable. First of all, being a new mom, I was kind of terrified that someone was gonna steal my baby, so I wouldn't let any of the nurses take her out of the room. I just wasn't gonna do it. Now, she looked so cute with her little like black goggle looking things, and, but this billy lamp thing, it just, It made it a struggle because, of course, they wanted her to be uh, exposed to it all the time, and she had it for like a good week. Now, the other thing is, after she was born, um, during my pregnancy, my cousin got really sick. My beloved cousin Tony, and it it is just when you think about, like we. When we say goodbye to someone or see you later of course we think that we will actually see them later so the last time i had seen my cousin first of all my husband and i got lost on the way to iowa that time too (laughs) so i just i never would think that that would be the last time i saw him and when i was pregnant with my daughter my cousin his brain tumor came back and he was really sick So he actually, when he was in high school, he had a brain tumor. He's one of the rare people that actually survived it right through chemo, radiation. It was gone for a good 10 years. They told him he was cured well, and it just ended up coming back. And because, you know, when you do like radiation and chemo and all that stuff, you can't just continually keep doing it. So that really wasn't the biggest option for him. And because of my complications during my pregnancy, I could not go and see him. And it truly devastated me. And my daughter's a November baby. And for Christmas, I mean, my whole life pretty much, I always went to Iowa to go see my family. And I was expecting to see him at Christmas so he could meet my daughter. Well, that just wasn't what God had planned, right? so she my daughter was born and i you guys i had never had a bladder infection as severe as i did after i had my daughter i mean i couldn't pee without wanting to scream and yell it was so painful so when she's three days old i went to the doctor i said listen this is like, I have a bladder infection and it is so painful. They didn't even do any like tests and stuff. They just said, okay, well, let's get you some antibiotics, blah, blah, blah. Well, I had this weird feeling while I was sitting in this little doctor office room to check this caregiver page that my cousin would update, you know, and just give us updates on how Tony was doing. And wouldn't you know, here I am sitting in this room. I'm holding my beautiful baby girl and I checked this thing and my cousin had passed away. And I was just so upset because right? I wanted that goodbye. I wanted to know that, hey, this is the last time I'm going to see you. Like, It just, it was terrible. I, and I couldn't even go to the funeral because I just had my daughter. I had this terrible bladder infection. Like she was on this billy blanket and it took me a long, long time to accept just the situation and how everything went down. And it took me a long time to accept for one, that the last time I saw my cousin was the last time. And to just accept that, like, he wasn't going to be there for Christmas. Now, I still went and saw my family. It was great to be with them. Also, of course, very, very much filled with sorrow because my cousin was pretty young. And, you know, so here's his dad at Christmas celebrating without his son. And I just can't imagine what it's like to lose a child. Um, So for all of us, it just, it's been an adjustment and you know time goes so fast and before you know it they've been gone for five years Then it's 10 years and it's just crazy but nonetheless so she was three days old when he passed away and at that time you know I talked about it in the last episode a little bit but I just felt lost I didn't know who I was like I would look in the mirror and I'm like that's really me that's what I look like. I couldn't fit into clothes. I was so frustrated. And, you know, that's really a lot of where my journey started is just feeling lost and feeling alone. I was depressed. Every time I try to get dressed, I'd like cry because my pants just didn't seem to ever fit. Shoes I wanted to wear, cute little boots like I couldn't zip past my ankles. <laughs> it was just terrible. And maybe you felt that way too where people always tell you oh it's so beautiful you're gonna have this baby and they like some people like to make it seem like it's this miraculous rainbow filled journey when really it's not always like that i mean i just had no plan for the future i felt lost and in addition to that because my daughter was a november baby And at that time, I had graduated with an associate's degree in accounting, and I was still working towards my interior design. But my teachers, of course, so graciously told me when I was pregnant, hey, I don't suggest taking a full load of classes. Like if your baby's due, she was due, I think due date was like December 1st. Just in case the baby comes early, yada, yada. But the thing was, if you don't take the full course load in the fall, you can't take any classes in the spring. And I was not about to let that happen. However, I did listen to my teacher's advice, but then that meant the spring semester I could not take any classes. And so I was just so frustrated. I got lost on Google and diet this, diet that. I was a stay-at-home mom for the first nine months, so I was addicted to Dr. Oz. I mean, Dr. Oz would be like, oh, you'd have to eat you know a whole pallet of raspberries to get this benefit, but here's some pill and take this and... <laughs> I got sucked into so much stuff, it's not even funny. Like, seriously. So much stuff. Even, like, this um, Montel Williams, he was on Dr. Oz with some, like, blender thingy. Yeah, okay. I got that thing, turned into a huge mess. Because, of course, they sucker you into, oh, you could get this free cruise, blah, blah, blah. And I was a sucker. I got suckered, okay? So, <clears throat> anyways, I just didn't know who I was. I had a hard time, of course, like having friends because I was 20 years old with a baby. Like none of my friends had babies either. And a lot of people just don't want to hang out with you, right? Because you have a baby and that's inconvenient. And, you know, they want to go out and party and hang out and all the things. And, you know, that just really wasn't me. Even before getting pregnant, I mean, we would go and drink on the weekends, but even then I just wasn't like super into it, but it can be hard to get friends and especially nowadays, right? How many times do you see where people are like, oh, uh, friend application, I think is what I see on Facebook a lot and like mom groups and then, okay, people want to be friends, but do they really, because if you've ever had this happen to you People will say, oh, I'm looking for a friend, blah, blah, blah. i want to talk to them every single day. I have good friends that I love dearly, been friends for a long time, and we don't need to talk every single day, okay? But it is just like this comparison game all the time. Even when people will be like, oh, will you be my friend? Sure, I'll be your friend. I'd love to. And then it's like they don't talk to you or people want, oh, please come to me, talk to me, but I don't want to reach out to you it can't work that way. It doesn't work that way. If you actually want to have a friendship with somebody, right? And, you know, I did have a couple good friends that I did see and they would come and hang out and we'd go and do stuff with my daughter and that was all fine and dandy. But it's just, you know, if you truly say that you want more mom friends or friends in general, like you have to get out of your comfort zone to get more friends or to be friends. And it's Not so much about like, oh, go get yourself a friend, but be a friend to somebody to have a friend for yourself, right? There's just a lot of me, 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 and I don't really care about anybody else going on in the world today. And that doesn't help us when we're feeling depressed or lonely or unworthy, because that's a lot of how I felt after having my daughter is unworthy of ever feeling sexy again unworthy of ever loving what i liked in the mirror again and i was so obsessed with the scale if you've ever been there right it's like you step on the scale every day expecting to see a different number and when you don't drop five pounds overnight it's like oh well i'm worthless i can't do this blah 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 um but You know, I think it's just the transition to being a mom, (laughs) right? And I mean, I did experience that just a little bit after having my son too. Like I knew better that time around, but after having him, I just wanted to get my body back. And we just need to slow down sometimes and take a breath and give gratitude to what our body is able to do, first of all, because there's so many people that can't have kids. Although that statement doesn't make it any easier when we're facing struggles ourselves of feeling unworthy. Um, you know, my quality of life at that time was not that great. I could barely get in and out of my car, which made me feel even worse, right? I could barely walk up and down stairs because I was huffing and puffing like crazy, and man, I avoided mirrors. Like I did not want to look in a mirror. And I didn't take pictures with my daughter. Of course, now looking back, I wish I would have just taken the freaking picture. Because I would have so many more pictures to say, look, this is what I used to look like. And this is what I look not like now. But I didn't. And I seriously have like five or six pictures with my daughter at my heavy weight. And it just... Really, is kind of a sad reflection because those are that's memories, that's time that I won't ever get back. I can't just, you know, snap my fingers and teleport back to that experience and take more pictures with her. And you know, a lot of times too, when we look at old pictures of ourselves and we don't like how we look, what do we do? We criticize. Oh, I can't believe I looked like that. I can't believe I wore that. I can't believe I did my hair like that. We're so critical on ourselves and, you know, now I've gotten to the point where when I look at these old pictures, I'm happy about it because again, and I'll probably say it a million more times, but without that experience that I went through, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that's not me anymore. I don't look like that. I don't act the same way. I'm a completely different person. So You know, if you're struggling, maybe you're a new mom, you're adjusting to your new body and all of these things, just know that it will get better. Just give yourself some grace, rest. And you know, if you need someone to talk to, reach out because I would love to just help comfort you and help you feel worthy and confident. Um, But the adjustment to a new mom, especially when you're a first time mom, it can be like a roller coaster. And some people are fortunate to have, you know, a squad of friends that are, you know, maybe everyone's having kids around the same time and it makes it easier, but not everybody does. So if you've ever struggled, definitely give some kindness to a mom, a new mom that needs some support. You never know how just a little, you know, message or something saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. I know it's rough to be a new mom. If you need anything, let me know. That's how you build connections and true friendships. You know, like having just some random friends on Facebook all the time. Great to know more people. But if you really are looking for that companion friendship, you got to actually connect with someone and talk to them and try to find something to relate. Um, So thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means a lot to me. And at the end of the day, you know, I do these podcasts to just share stories of the troubles and things that I've overcome in hopes to inspire you to overcome your struggles. And that's going to be a wrap for this episode. But in the coming episodes, I'm going to tell you all about my journey to losing 100 pounds. And honestly, Took me a couple of years, but I got down to a weight that I hadn't seen since high school. So that'll be in the next episode. Thanks again, and I hope you have a great day.